it's that time of year when the drinks are flowing and a lot of the usual rules for boozing go out the window. I just saw Liam here on Twitter today, actually, um, occasional commentator here on RNZ, just observing how many of the gifts he'd received from people were alcohol-related. It can be quite a difficult time for people who no longer drink alcohol and who are trying to keep the festive spirit alive without the other spirits being present. Well, Lotta Dan... I will say famously stopped drinking alcohol in 2011 and she writes about it on her site livingsober.org.nz. She joins me now with some tips for a non-alcoholic festive season. Hi, Lotta. Kia ora, JC. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you and the family getting on? Yeah, really good. Lots of festive spirit here, but no actual spirits for me. It's all green tea and busy water. Is it a harder time? for people who've quit alcohol? Oh, yeah. I mean, without a doubt. Uh, It's a harder time for everyone, though, right? But especially for people who are re-examining or, you know, their relationship with booze or have stopped drinking. I mean, the the marketing budget for the liquor companies is huge this time of year. And, yeah, it's everywhere, and it's associated with having a good time and bonding and relaxing and – you know, it's interesting what Liam here said about getting a lot of gifts. It's still so embedded into our rituals of of um, festive times. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we've, we've made some moves as a society, but we've got a way to go. It's funny. Someone just did a favor for me, and um, I, gave, I gave him a koha. I said, "What you know, what beer do you drink? And I was thinking to myself, if he said I don't drink, I think, what would I get him? As, as a gift. That's how hopeless or how locked in we are to a certain sort of thinking. But th- there's also, of course, the, ma- the matter of socialising. And, you know, we tend to focus on the decision-making of the drinker or non-drinker themselves. But I guess hosts have to step up, right? Oh, definitely. And it has improved. I mean, when I first quit drinking 12 years ago, I would go to events and there would usually only be water or orange juice available, like <laughs> thick, cloying orange juice. Yeah. And nowadays you're much C, at least. more likely to... Uh, but, I mean, who wants to drink that at a party, nah. honestly? Yeah. Um, nowadays you're likely to get, you know, some kind of nice elderflower fizzy or kombucha, which not all sober people drink, but a lot do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I do think there's more acceptance socially if someone says I'm not drinking, there's not... Yeah. So much pressure always, but um, it's still it's still so deeply embedded, and there's a lot of boozing that goes on. And my heart is just with the people who are quietly feeling miserable or worried about their their relationship with booze and wanting to make changes but not knowing how, and just feeling like the environment is stacked against them because that is a really difficult place to be in. I've asked you before, I think, about what you make of the zero alcohol drinks, the the zero alcohol beers and wines, and and I think I recall that they're not for you, but you're not necessarily against the idea. Yeah, so that's exactly right. They're not for me. I I just find them weirdly triggering, um, like it's just too reminiscent of the bad old days for me with with booze. Um, A lot of people who are sober, they work brilliantly for them because they can feel like they're a part of the 
environment or the group or whatever setting and they've got a beer in their hand and if it's zero alcohol and sometimes even they feel the taste of the beer without the impact of the drug is 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 enough for them and so yeah it works for them i was really interested in guy nespiner's book the drinking game he had a chapter about how he wasn't in favor because he sees it as kind of stealth marketing for a lot of the booze companies because they're still getting their brand out there right, right. They're still pushing um you know whatever their label is or or drink so there's a mixture of opinions but uh, yeah i mean i just my message is always if you if you want to give it a go do so but be very watchful of how it feels inside of you you know emotionally or if it is it triggering and just go gently and if it's if it works great but if it's a bit you know insecure feeling like, like i get then just avoid and go for some other fence. I mean, there's so much on offer now. Even in, even in my local supermarkets, the non-alcoholic section has really exploded. Yeah. I guess when there's money to be made, the uh, companies step up, and that, and that must be a, absolutely must be a good sign. And and I, we have people like you to, to thank for flying the flag when it wasn't necessarily a very cool thing to do. In your experience, how long does it take to break the habit of socialising with booze? The, the million-dollar question. People say, when am I going to feel comfortable at a party not drinking? Yeah, um, yeah I mean, a few months at least, because you, if it's been your go-to to help you socially and to make you feel comfortable in your own skin and, you know, fitting in, and parties are nerve-wracking, right? So if it's been your go-to protection and there's always that moment when you first arrive and there's a flurry of what you're going to have to drink and you feel awkward and and all the rest of it 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 takes a practice you've got to practice doing that a few times before it starts getting comfortable the irony is that the 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 liquid courage is actually oftentimes well it used to for me anyway make me more loose-lipped more sloppy more you know less my authentic self I have much better conversations with people now that I'm sober at parties some parties though or events or gatherings barbecues they're just not my thing and so I, I feel a bit awkward it's not that fun and I just would rather be at home watching you know selling sunset on Netflix and that's not about the fact that I'm not drinking it's just not my event so that's the other thing we put so much power into the liquid in our glass where it's about all these other things about an event you know whether or not we're having a good time but yeah I mean I just say to people go gently it takes practice be really kind to yourself and if you need to slip away and go home do it any other tips for people who are hosting Christmas and, and expecting someone coming who's not a drinker? And, and sometimes that might be for quite se- serious reasons. They may be a recovering alcoholic. Um, people will be nervous about the right way to approach that sort of thing. Um, any ideas? Yeah, just I think the main thing is just in your own head, be quietly supportive. So don't make a fuss. You know, you could always say, oh, you're not drinking. And if they want to talk about it, great. If they don't, just provide them with something lovely to drink engage someone in a nice little side conversation ask how they're doing no it doesn't have to be how are you doing in a deep sense but just have a chat with them so that if someone is feeling a bit awkward because they're not just rah 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 and you know with the rest of them that you're actually having a proper meaningful engagement with them 
and um yeah and just really watch the people that are drinking hard because there's so much pain and hurt that's being masked by that and my heart goes out to people who are still struggling and you know they're gonna they're gonna say or do things that they're not happy with or they're gonna squash down feelings of uncomfortable family scenarios or i mean they're so loaded this time of year isn't it Mm. i don't know about you jesse but i mean uh, christmas is hard (laughs) yeah um well, to finish on a positive lot, because there's a lot of focus on how hard it can be to quit and, you know, how long it'll take and so forth. What's the good stuff? What's the prize? Oh, let me count the ways. I mean, I am I am more connected to myself and the world around me and everyone around me than I ever was when I was boozing. I mean, you just slowly settle into this genuine version of yourself and that might be that you're introverted that might be that you love jigsaw puzzles that might be that you want to go and spend all your money on books or 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 motorbikes I mean you just you just slowly figure out who you really are what you really want what really relaxes you um and how you want to move in the world and I mean gosh who doesn't want that I mean life is hard and being sober isn't the golden ticket to just having a fabulous life, but it does pave the way for you just living way more. I mean, it's such a cliche, and I'm sorry, but way more authentically and and in a more grounded way than ever before. And I just heartily recommend it. And the big a bit of advice is just connect with other people who are doing the same thing because we get it, and there's this amazing tribe of of people who are going through this process of getting sober or are sober. And we just, all we want to do is help other people along the way. Great. And I'll send people to your website to see what you've been up to over the last few years, livingsober.org.nz. A lot of Dan. Uh, Have a great Christmas. Thank you, Jesse Namihi.